Let's talk more about what's happened in a US courtroom today where Donald Trump has laid into both a judge and a prosecutor. Simon Marks is LBC's Washington correspondent and joins us live. Simon, always a pleasure to have you on the show. Great to speak to you tonight. Tell us more, sir. Good evening. Great to be with you, Ben. Um, yes, it's been an extraordinary day in New York because Donald Trump actually kept the judge, the prosecutor uh, and the entire courtroom waiting for about eight minutes while he stood outside the courtroom, addressed reporters and excoriated uh, the entire legal process that he is facing in New York. Remember that this is a civil trial for fraud. Uh, he is accused indeed in a summary judgment, the judge in the case has already found him guilty uh, of overvaluing uh, the uh, the values, inflating the values of his uh, Trump organization's properties in New York in order to secure favorable uh, terms for loans from banks. Uh, and uh, the prosecutor in the case, Letitia James, the Attorney General of New York State, uh, is demanding that Donald Trump be fined $250 million. And if this lawsuit uh, goes against him when the final judgment uh, is uh, handed down, she may well find herself in a position completely to dismember his business empire in New York, literally to call the receivers in, expropriate Trump Tower and the other properties that he owns in New York City, and ban Donald Trump uh, and his two sons from ever doing business in the state again. So, in corporate terms and in uh, branding terms, this is uh, a very, very big legal battle that Donald Trump is facing. But what I think he made absolutely clear in the comments that he made outside that courthouse today, Ben, uh, is that he is fusing together now the legal predicament in which he finds himself and his campaign to run for the presidency. And at times, uh, the speech that he made to reporters sounded like it was an election campaign rally uh, that he was uh, addressing from inside the courtroom. He told reporters that they will be seeing a lot of him. Uh, it's very unclear whether he's going to be attending the whole trial, subsequent days of the trial this week. This thing is going to drag on for at least three months. There are more than 50 witnesses due to be called, and indeed some suggestion that the number could be three times uh, that many. Donald Trump was not required to be there today. He chose to show up and he clearly did so in order to choreograph all of this uh, in a way that absolutely uh, torpedoed from his perspective the judge as a rogue judge. Uh, he called Letitia James, the Attorney General of New York State, racist, a horror show. Uh, he said uh, that something needed to be done about her uh, and he put put the blame for his tribulations firmly at the door of President Joe Biden and the Department of Justice here in Washington, D.C., saying that everything uh, had to be approved by them before this lawsuit was fast-tracked deliberately to derail his presidential campaign. Now, on the facts... Uh, there's no coordination between New York State's legal authorities on a case like this, a civil lawsuit, and the Department of Justice. But the facts uh, did not get in the way of Donald Trump's rhetoric today, as uh, so rarely they do. And he made it absolutely clear that he is going to continue making political hay out of the legal jeopardy in which he finds himself. And he's doing that for a very simple reason. He has watched since September of last year... 
when this particular case was laid against him. Indictment after indictment, in jurisdiction after jurisdiction being laid down against him. He's now facing 91 criminal charges uh, in a whole series of trials, some of them federal, some of them in other parts of the country, Georgia, of course, as well, and, and New York too, another trial uh, over the hush money payments that were made to Stormy Daniels. And every time these indictments are laid against him, he his, his numbers climb in the Republican presidential nominating battle. Uh, he's now 40 percentage points clear of his nearest rival. So he seems increasingly confident that even if he's convicted uh, at some of these trials, that it's not in any way going to derail his presidential campaign and may only fuel it further because he is successfully arguing mm. that there's a double standard and that he is the victim of political persecution uh, because his supporters buy the argument that this is all happening in a bid to interfere in the 2024 presidential election and derail him as the front runner in the race to take on Joe Biden. So, uh, very dramatic day there. I mean, prosecutors, I think, can be very confident currently about the outcome of this trial based on the of this civil trial, based on the summary judgment that was handed down last week by the judge in the case. It's obviously going to hurt Donald Trump to lose things like Trump Tower. But he made it clear today, Ben, that he is absolutely going to exploit that for all it's worth if and when it happens. Simon, I totally understand that he's trying to motivate his base here. As you say, every time this happens, the support in the Republican base goes up he must be aware that by playing on this so much by turning up in court and so on that perhaps he's improving his chances of winning the, the republican candidacy but surely come the general election he's doing himself a great deal of harm well, I think that's unproven because if you look at the numbers in the matchup, the head to head matchup between Donald Trump and Joe Biden, uh, from, you know, the, the best case scenario for Joe Biden is that they are equal. You know, I think I saw one last week that had them both at 46%. It is not absolutely a given that Donald Trump is necessarily damaging himself, uh, in the general election stakes. I mean, you're absolutely Stunning. right, though. This election is in two parts. First, you've got to win the nomination, and he clearly seems to be currently unassailable in that regard. Then he's got to find a way of persuading all of those never-Trump voters out yeah. there, and they exist in their millions and millions, uh, that either he's worth another shot or that Joe Biden is not worth turning out at the polls for. And uh, in those head-to-head matchups, sometimes Biden's a touch ahead, sometimes Trump is a touch ahead. It's clearly, at the moment, a coin toss. And if you look at some of the battleground states where the election will be won, because remember, you know, those swing states always decide the outcome of the election, places like Florida and Pennsylvania and Wisconsin. In some of those, Trump has a slight edge over Biden. Now, you know, it's a very, very long road between here and November the 8th of next year, but it's stunning that he is in that position at a time when he faces 91 criminal charges that could see him jailed for decades. Absolutely astonishing. Absolutely incredible. Simon, good to speak to you as always. Thank you. That's Simon Marks, LBC's Washington correspondent.